you under her eye. This podcast is all about women's empowerment and gender equality. We are fucking this month in the patriarchy over here and we are doing that through education because education is so important and this is all brought to you by me in Sandsfield. I am 17 years old. I do not know shit. I do not. Okay. Hey everybody, welcome back to Under Her Eye. (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about sexism in the education system. So this is kind of a broad topic. There's a lot of different aspects to discuss. So we're just going to get right into it. But first I want to talk about like the things that we're taught in schools. And this is mainly in reference to the British school system because that's what I've gone through. But I know that worldwide it's just as bad and worse. I don't know if anywhere is better. I don't know if anywhere teaches not sexism. (laughs) But Britain do not. So a lot of the module a lot of the syllabuses the issue is kind of ingrained because a lot of the syllabuses are written by white well-off men and they're all quite historic as well it's quite set in stone and I've noticed a lot more there's a little bit more it's a little bit better at a level but it's still shocking but at GCSE you know English at GCSE it's all like you study all white authors every like GCSE and A level of English have to do with Shakespeare. They have to do Shakespeare. I mean, <laughs> you have to do Shakespeare. And luckily, in my A level English, we do a lot of Black American literature written by women, which is great. But not all are like that. And certainly at GCSE, it's not like that. Um, yeah, it's it's not great. Even like English, which is a subject I love, it's got a lot of room for improvement and like I mean an argument from the exam boards I have well no I don't want to lie I don't want to lie but an argument I have heard is that like well there isn't the there isn't the like women there's not enough women with an impact to be on the syllabus that is such BS. It is so BS because the thing is there has been so many women who have made such an impact in the world in the past and now that need recognise it. And it's not that they weren't there, it's that they didn't get the credit. So the exam boards and the whoever's <laughs> they need to take the time to think, hey, let's not teach our children to only be represented by white men. That is not inclusive and it's not inspiring because we're not all white men. <laughs> we're not. Um, so yeah, it needs a shift. And the issue's very ingrained because the whole education system in the UK is very old fashioned. I was literally reading um, Jade Bowers, Bowers, Bowlers, Bowlers, Jade Bowlers, Bowlers, I don't know what it is, 
I was reading her book that's called The Best Study Guide, The Only Study Guide You'll Only Need. And she talked about the education system and how kind of warped it is. And the UK system was literally started, schools were started to like make factory workers more efficient. That's how it was started. It was it was to get them quicker and it was to like, yeah, basically make them more efficient in like a quick quick way, not in like a long knowledge way. And the system that was in the 1800s to make factory workers more efficient is the system that's still taught now. The memory test, you know, exams are all memory tests. Even at A-level, we have, I have like 10% coursework for English. I have none for theology. It's all a memory test, you know, something could literally happen on the exam day and it's like, it's all on one little exam, one two hour exam, no, well not one two hour exam, a few two hour exams, but you get my point, it's a memory test and it doesn't test your, it's only catered to a select few's skill set because most people don't have that memory that ability to write that in a time condition, if that makes any sense. And also, that's kind of just a brief how it's in the actual exam. But obviously there's the issue of actual, like it's not just in the syllabus, it's actually happening in schools. There's sexism in schools. Like for example, I was thinking about today how so many schools like still have a rule that boys wear trousers, girls wear skirts. Like, I thought we were over that, man. Person? I thought we were so beyond that. Like, I really did. But clearly not. So that's one example of that type of sexism in school is the rules that are in place that are sexist and not inclusive and just kind of stupid and gendered just just yeah and then obviously there's actual sexism and there's a really big issue with sexual harassment in schools um there was a stud not a study a survey done last year and it was through instagram that i found it and a lot of people were sharing it and it was a organization who had formed a survey and it was anonymous and you it was for the UK and I'm not sure if it was just England or the whole of the UK and it was for people to write down the sexual harassment they had faced in school and you wrote your school and there was so many schools that were written when the survey was published it was actually really heartbreaking and there was literally primary schools written on there which I mean it's bad enough any and there was a number of schools that I know and I have been to that were on that list and it's just disgusting it, it's disgusting so I'm on a website now which is actually interesting it's got a lot of information and it's National Education Union and it's it's just everywhere sexism in schools I don't know why I read it like that. So I'm just going to read a bit. So, sexual harassment, sexist language and gender stereotyping are commonplace in school settings. Yet teachers report feeling unsupported and ill-equipped to respond. It's just everywhere. 
commented a girl participating in the study. Yet all too often the institutional response to sexism in schools is silence. The voices of girls around the country who are being subjected to sexual harassment and sexism at school must be heard and acted on. We need to understand what creates sexism and expose the attitudes which repeat the patterns of harmful experiences that women and girls face. We need to break the mould, the expectations about men and women and girls and boys that perpetuate harassment and gender injustice. Not very gender inclusive that is, not, but okay. Um, so... Over a third, 37% of female students at mixed-sex schools have personally experienced some form of sexual harassment in school. Almost a quarter, 24% of female students at mixed-sex schools have been subjected to unwanted physical touching of a sexual nature while at school. Almost one in three, 32% teachers in mixed-sex secondary schools witness sexual harassment in their school on at least a weekly basis. A further 36% say they witness it on a termly basis. See, that teacher comment, the, 30, um, the 32%, is actually quite shocking. Um, to me, I don't know why, but I think I was naive that teachers know, and that's bad in itself, but the fact that 32% of them see it on a weekly basis and basically aren't doing shit or aren't being listened to or don't know what to do is terrible and that's another issue is in other areas other than um sexism and sexual assault and harassment is there's a lot of things that is kind of there's missing gaps in like the education system and how teachers can respond to issues not just these but you know with mental health self-harm like it is it it can be really bad I've had some experiences myself with teachers who are just really really not educated at all and I've heard some stories as well and it's it's very alarming and they don't have the education themselves they don't know which is also alarming why don't they know they're teachers (laughs) they should know Um, So the next one is sexist language. The use of misogynistic language is commonplace in schools. 66 of female students and 37% of male students in mixed sex six forms have experienced or witnessed the use of sexist language in school. 64% of teachers in mixed sex secondary schools hear sexist language in school on at least a weekly basis. Over a quarter of teachers, 29% report that sexist language is a daily occurrence. Literally, it really is. It's just so normalised. It's so normalised. And I think also, I've, you know, I've always heard the word, like, feminism, thrown around as this, like, it's completely used derogatory and seen derogatory. Like, you're some crazy woman who wants to destroy men. That is what feminism has come to mean, even with young people. And it, it's it's so annoying. And it's lack of education on the children's part, and it's also, you know, the peer on peer when your ch- when your friend says it. Oh, it's cool to say that, you know. Um, and I didn't identify with feminism. Well, I. I even had, some, 
what's the word, like stereotypes, I didn't, I wasn't knowledgeable enough when I was at school on actual feminism and I think I, I think we should be taught more, I think we should be taught about sexism, you know, we have sex education now about, you know, periods and about safe sex and it's, it's a lot of, it's majoritively about safe, safe sex. Um, I just had a really funny memory of, uh, <laughs> I think it was in year 10 or year 9, um, and I just moved schools, <laughs> and we were in a sex education class, and I'm just thinking of the Netflix series, <laughs> we're in a sex education class, what's the other word for it, like P PSHE, um, and we were doing, I think it was about STDs, and we were like looking at pictures, and they were disgusting. And this boy fainted. <laughs> it was so funny. He just fainted in the clown. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, that is enough of that. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something about sexist language in schools. Oh no, I was gonna say also one of my big issues with the education system is the power dynamic. I have such a big issue with the power dynamic, especially in high schools. Once you get to sixth form, it's less so. Um, but in high schools, like, the way teachers can, like, shout at you and, like, I just think it's disgusting. Like, for example, once I was in maths and I had the same maths teacher from year nine to year 11. And he, like, we got on most of the time. But this one day we were doing maths. I fucking hated maths. No, I didn't hate it as much at that school. Anyway, um, maths is not my thing. But we were doing some questions and I I think he told us not to use a calculator. But I don't think I heard him or I was just double checking. And he saw me using it. And he was like, get out of my classroom. And I was like, what did I do? And he like moved me to another classroom and I'd like gotten up to go and I'm someone that like I don't cause issues I went through a little phase with some teachers being a bit annoying but I'm someone who doesn't usually cause well <laughs> naturally I don't cause disruption for no reason but I will stand up for myself like I will stand up for myself so he'd gone out of the classroom to like move me to another room and I was like, what did I do? And then everyone else like turned around and was like, don't say that, he'll kill you. No, they, they were just like, don't say, don't ask him that. I was like, oh. So I moved into this other classroom. I had to work in another classroom just because I used my calculator, wasn't supposed to. And then when he kept me back at the end of the class and he was like, it wasn't just about you. It was like an accumulative thing of your of the whole class like getting on my nerves. And I was like, what does that mean? One, he never apologized. Teachers usually don't apologize. And that is such a projection. Like he literally said to me that he took it out on me when it was the whole class. And I'm thinking, I'm there. Like, what do you mean? And it's just a little example of the power dynamic and how easily they project and repress and it just gets on my nerves. It just really does. And I'm glad I'm not at high school anymore. <laughs> um, so now, the next one on this website is 
Sexist stereotypes and behaviour. Gender stereotyping is a typical feature of school culture, often reinforced through mundane, everyday actions. Interesting. A quarter of all secondary school teachers say they witness gender stereotyping and discrimination in their school on a daily basis, and a further quarter say they witness it on a weekly basis. Over a third, 34% of primary school teachers say they witness gender stereotyping in their schools on a weekly basis. 36% of female students in a mixed sex school say they have personally been treated differently on account of their gender compared to 15% of male students. This is my point. That teacher, my math teacher, he took it out of me for a reason. And it might not have been because I was a girl, a woman, a female, but it might have been because he knew that I could take it, but I wouldn't get angry and like storm around you know I think there's some of that and I think it's also true to note that this isn't saying it directly but a lot of stereotyping will come from teachers (laughs) Mm. okay reporting and reporting and responding to sexism only 14% of students who have experienced sexual harassment report it to a teacher just 6% of students who have experienced or witnessed the use of sexist language in school reported it to a teacher. Over a quarter of secondary school teachers say they would not feel confident tackling a sexist incident if they experienced or witnessed it in school. This is so terrible. It is so terrible. Less than 22% of female students at mixed sex schools think their school takes sexism seriously that's because they don't because they don't know how to do it and they don't think it's an issue this is actually really annoying me um but yeah it's just not educated on the teachers don't have the education so the students don't have the education and it's not surprising that people don't report it you know it's not report it it it's it is it's makes sense because teachers are not going to respond to it well or sensitively or sympathetically or carry out the right course of action because they don't know what that is and it is really detrimental to everyone's perception of sexism because you're at school to learn And even the teachers who are teaching don't understand it. (sighs) And I, like, the, do you remember, well, (laughs) do you remember? Like, there was a big issue with, like, um, people, mainly boys, going under girls' skirts with phones and taking photos like that was a really big issue like two years ago I say and also um I was gonna say like the dress code thing like I know in America it's really bad like you can't sometimes you can't have your shoulders out and they say that you're like drawing attention and you're distracting the boys by having your shoulders out because it's a girl's fault for wanting to show her skin and there was something else I was going to say about the skirt one. Oh, yeah, like nudes. Like, I have had in my years of education 
a lot of discussions on nudes. Like, don't send nudes. If you send nudes, you shouldn't send nudes. And you shouldn't... Like, it's it's usually saying that a girl shouldn't take them. It doesn't usually say that a boy shouldn't send them around, in my experience. And I think there's a big fixation on the nudes aspect, which is a weird thing to focus on. And I know it's an issue, and I know it can be so harmful to people um, if they do get shared around. But it's not the only issue involving sexual you know i think that's a form of sexual harassment but where are the other forms wait aren't is sharing nudes a form of sexual sorry i'm typing surely it is if you're under 18 you're protected by the law against experience uh non-consensual photo sharing i think it's classed as sexual assault um but i'm not sure non-consensual photo sharing um this is another good point is rape culture like the normalization of <sighs> sexual assault mm. and i feel like nowadays like because we live in a world of technology and there's so many ways to access things like the the way the age that we're exposed to things is getting younger and younger. Like I always said, when I was like 13, I was more like 16 by the way of like how the culture is, you know? And I think it's even worse now, you know? 13 year olds now, I would say you're exposed to more than I was exposed to at 13. Um, which is, yeah, it's, it's not good, but we can do things about it. And I think with the education system, it starts with educating teachers and changing the way education is. And I think the whole education system, not just teacher training, I think the whole education system needs to be changed. <laughs> like the the people in the exam boards and the like the you know they have all these boards of like what they called like the trustees and the uh what they called where some of the parents can be it <laughs> I don't know um, but I think I might do another episode on this next week because I feel like I've not really delved into that much and I'm already on 22 minutes uh sorry I might I might do another part next week or the week after but I'm quite proud of myself for doing this because this is the first time I've done two episodes, two weeks in a row. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I think that's it for now. It feels like I ended a bit abruptly, but I'll be back. Bye, guys.